This is the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to the G Podcast. It is uh, episode 11. Uh, every week we talk about opinion, culture, man, you name it, current events, news, politics. And um, man, we got a lot of good stuff coming up in episode 11. Uh, I'm Tommy B, former host of the GP3 Podcast, also current host of the You Need to Know Podcast. And we do the G Podcast every Sunday. And you can get in, you can actually listen to us, the uh, podcast, uh, before the podcast uh, Sunday if you want to check us out live. All the information, if you follow us on Instagram, uh, the streaming link is on Instagram at the G Podcast and also on Twitter at this is uh, at the G Podcast one. So uh, again, on Instagram, this is the G Podcast and on, on Twitter, you can find us at the G Podcast one. And I got to say, what's up? What's up, man? My brother from another mother, Vi. How you doing, brother? Doing great, brother. Doing great. Good another week. Yeah, yeah, come up on that mic so I can uh, talk to you about the Falcons. <laughs> come on, man. Don't be running. Don't be running. I think they did good. Okay. We, need, we need Chase. Okay, yeah. <laughs> see, see, our, our theory on 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 handling the Falcon season is just go ahead and lose Ooh, the rest of the games. The rest of the game. You might lose a coach, but at least you get a draft pick. There so, you go. But, uh, you know, again... No, the, you know, I, I guess let me let me do a little bit. Here we go. He had his chance. Hang on. There you go. Hey, the coach had his chance. <laughs> All right, just a little bit of that. All right. And Tanya B, uh, my entertainment digital media guru, Tanya B sipping the tea is back. How you doing, Tanya B? She might be Tanya B. Might be doing soul food today, so she may have stepped away for a minute, but she'll be right back. Oh, y'all. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah I got you. I'm now. here. Let me. I, I know what you're doing. Every, see, y'all, every Sunday. Um, well, let me let me do this. Um, can I can I do this first? So, Tanya B. <laughs> Yes, do it. No, do it. What's on the menu? What's on the menu tonight? What's, what you oh, got? it was church today. It was potato salad, okay. pork roast, fried chicken, barbecue chicken, greens, green beans. Damn, we really do need that. Um, Hang on. I made banana pudding. I made peanut, my famous pina colada cupcakes, red velvet cupcakes. We had peach cobbler and pound cake. Now what? Damn, that's like a restaurant. Where can I get this? So, are you done? Is it? Is it? Was it like earlier than 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 usual because of the of uh, Thanksgiving because of the holiday? Well, no, it was earlier so that I could do what I had to do and get here with my people on time. Wow. Okay. Go ahead then. That's a heck of a menu. You know, I'm gonna ask you every week what's on the menu. What was on the menu? So one week, one week you got to invite us. We got to do the podcast. That's fine. Well, I, can, I won't be here next weekend, but I can tell you what's already on the menu. Okay. Yeah. What's on the menu? What's up? Okay. We're going to have fried turkey this year. I'm doing stuffing my Jack Daniels Grand Marnier candied yams. I'm doing my six, seven, eight mac and cheese because I use six to eight different types of cheese. Wow. I'm going to make my Nana Browns um, easy, homemade, all of this. I don't cook out of boxes and, and whatnot. Uh, yeast rolls and a sweet potato pie. And then my bestie is going to do the greens, cranberry sauce, but the bulk of that's what I'm doing. Dang, that's real. That is real. That's like on the couch. That's the itis for real. That's like, 
<laughs> it's you know honestly when I was coming up yeah. and a lot of people know family is everything to me and we're a very close family mm-hmm. and I come from a family of caterers and cooks mm-hmm. and what you saw in the movie Soul Food yeah. was what we would do at my Nana Brown's house every Sunday we were there and every holiday she didn't just make chicken she would do chicken ham roast beef wow. she would do mashed potatoes mac and cheese and it was like three meats, three starches, everything. And then she never believed in a dishwasher because she said, I've got 12 grandchildren. I have human dishwashers. Could you imagine the dishes we had to do wow. and the pots we had to wash and clean? Mm, All I got it. I'm loosening my belt right now. Just listening to you. Yes. <laughs> that's all, that's all I got to say. Go when ahead, I bake, babe. I don't. I'm a scratch baker. Yeah. So I don't bake out of boxes. It's an abomination. So I have two professional mixers in my kitchen at any given time. Wow. That I use to wow. bake. Mm. I don't play. You don't play. Because me and Vi over here looking at each other like, whoa. <laughs> Mother like, whoa. does not play. I am a old and old school scratch cook baker. I've been in the kitchen since I was 11 years old, just like my mother and my niece who after me at the age of 14. We Mm. get in the kitchen and we do just like the movie Soul Food, but without the fire. So how long does it take you like every Sunday to prepare? Oh, let's see. When I do something, it's usually three to four hours minimum. (laughs) Some things I can kind of prepare. What did you say, Vi? That is a part time job. Time I cook, I got, I've got to go and put my kitchen back together. Wow! So how many how many folks and, and how many folks show up? Anywhere from eight, and I've had as many. We've had as many as twenty five. Wow! You kind of like Hosea feed the home feed the hungry. The way these Negroes take food home, you think they were homeless sometimes. Wow. But anyway, that's um, good. Good stuff though. That's, I mean, that's, that, that's great like. traditions, man. It, it is. That's massive. Is. Kudos to you. Kudos to you. Well, hey, um, you know, we got we got some good stuff on on the agenda today. Um, You know, we're going to talk a little bit about the Grammys. Um, We're going to talk a little bit about some of the some of the hate out there that's getting into the campuses, which is weird. And um, and also we're going to talk about um, T.O. and Stephen A. Smith, which was an interesting conversation, which we'll let you hear. But, you know, y'all first, uh, let's play the headlines first. And then uh, we'll come back right after the headlines and we'll go into some stuff. So here we go. There is a new clear front runner in Iowa. His name is Pete Buttigieg. The new Des Moines Register CNN survey finds Mayor Pete with a comfortable lead at 25%. That's a 16-point gain from September. The poll surveyed 500 likely Democratic caucus goers. Three candidates are statistically tied for second. They are Elizabeth Warren at 16%, Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders at 15%. The United States softened its position and basically backed Israel's right to build Jewish settlements on the occupied West Bank. That ends a four-decade-old position that the settlements were inconsistent with international law. But now the Trump administration says a legal review looks at it differently. We do believe that the result of this legal review creates the political space for a more likely resolution. That's Secretary of State Mike Pompeo. We've now declared that settlements are not per se illegal under international law. That new position is seen as a victory for Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, who is struggling to remain in power. It is a defeat for the Palestinians. 
Former special envoy to Ukraine, Kurt Volker, told lawmakers that he would have voiced objections had he been aware of the push to get Ukraine to investigate Joe Biden. Also Tuesday, a White House official testified that the president's request that Ukraine investigate a domestic political rival was an improper demand. He also had to deal with Republican efforts to cast doubt on his competence and loyalty to the U.S. The official Army Lieutenant Colonel Alexander Venman, the White House National Security Council's top Ukraine expert and a decorated Iraq War veteran. He was questioned at one point by Democrat Jim Hines. The day after you appeared for your deposition... Lieutenant Colonel, President Trump called you a never-Trumper. Colonel Vindman, would you call yourself a never-Trumper? Representative, I'd call myself never-partisan. It's being referred to as a bombshell testimony following yesterday's impeachment inquiry hearing. Ambassador Gordon Sondland described broad involvement at the upper levels of the Trump administration in a pressure campaign against Ukraine. Was there a quid pro quo? As I testified previously... With regard to the requested White House call and the White House meeting, the answer is yes. This was the first time there was testimony that put the Secretary of State and Vice President at the heart of the impeachment probe against President Trump. Republican lawmakers said Democrats had failed to show, through Sondland's testimony, that Trump actually ordered or directed the pressure campaign against Ukraine. There was a presidential debate in Atlanta last night. Ten of the top candidates for the Democratic nomination took the stage for the fifth Democratic debate of the 2020 campaign season. The debate took place at Tyler Perry Studios and was co-hosted by MSNBC and The Washington Post. President Trump's former Russia advisor urged lawmakers Thursday during the impeachment inquiry not to promote politically driven falsehoods that cast doubt on Russia's interference in the 2016 U.S. election. I refuse to be part of an effort to legitimize an alternate narrative that the Ukrainian government is a U.S. adversary and that Ukraine, not Russia, attacked us in 2016. That's Fiona Hill, who spoke on the last day of public testimony scheduled before the Democratic-led House Intelligence Committee. They're probing whether the president improperly asked Ukraine to launch investigations that would benefit him politically in return for a White House meeting or the release of U.S. financial aid. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu says he will not resign despite being charged with bribery, fraud and breach of trust in a corruption scandal that he called an attempted coup. Among the charges, Netanyahu is accused of granting regulatory favors to Israel's leading telecommunications companies for favorable coverage. He has struggled to stay in power after two elections have left him politically weak. You know, it's interesting because, and I know a lot of you guys probably don't follow what's going on in Israel with with Netanyahu, but he kind of, in my opinion, he's on that parallel track with, with 45 to where I think they both might be in jail at the same time, you know, eventually. I mean, they're talking about maybe if anything does go down with him, it probably won't happen for like seven years, you know, if, if, if it does. So, but, but still, you know, I, I mentioned that because, uh, you know, they are such close allies and they follow almost the same path in terms of their personalities. It'll be interesting to see how that goes. And I'm wondering if that's going to play into what we see over here with impeachment. But Vi, what, what are you, what are your thoughts, man, on impeachment is, are, you know, the, the public side of this is done and for now. Okay. Um, you didn't have to watch it all, but just hearing the, the news, the feedback. I mean, you know, what, what, are, what are your thoughts? Are, are we I'm just amazed at how far the Republicans would go to support him? Yeah. 
I mean, I, I, amazed. I mean, you got people coming up and saying, like this, this later, Dr. Hill. Dr. Fiona Hill, yeah. She said, there is no way that the, recant, that the, the Ukraine did anything to hurt, to help, you know, to help, to, to help Hillary election. But yet, mm-hmm. we are saying, yeah. she said it, the intelligence community said, but the Republicans are still saying yeah. that that's a possibility. Yeah. I'm going, yeah. wow, y'all really? Why y'all even get any credits? Yeah, and and basically, so it's this whole conspiracy theory that it wasn't Russia, right? It was Ukraine. I'm so why they even? I'm just amazed. There's no no proof. It's been disproved. I'm just amazed how they even giving the credits. They said, "Well, he have a really, yeah, yeah." Just say everybody saying it's bull, but y'all still say, "Well, it no, no." Yeah, (laughs) Tanya B. Any thoughts on on this? I mean, I I didn't want to give you know the impeachment thing really. it's hit or miss, you know, in terms of this what's going to happen. Yeah. Sound. This sounds like R. Kelly and those girls that he brainwashed. <laughs> oh, no, he didn't do anything. He's awesome. He's wonderful. Yeah. Girl, bye. Yeah. That's what that's what just went through my head. It sounds like people just in such deep denial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, that, it, know, it, it's amazing. Their judgment is clouded. I mean, it is. I mean, you know, Tanya B, that is an excellent analogy <laughs> because mm-hmm. it's like it's like wait a minute when you sit here and and I didn't again I mean uh, I had a road trip so I was in the car and I had NPR on and I'm listening to you know the the live testimony and I, I heard uh, a, a Dr. Fiona Hill and um, the ambassador for for EU uh, Sondland um, and he uh, he was just implicating. He's just calling names. Right. He's like Pence. Uh, um, he said everybody. He said, said everybody, everybody knew this was going. And my on. problem with that, and that's that's what's crazy to me. Yeah. I don't even understand the Republicans said, okay, yeah, it was stupid what he did, yeah. but it's not enough to impeach him. Okay, yeah. I can, I yeah. can get, I can get with that one. Yeah, but yeah. to give it credits with saying what he did was, he had a. It, it's true. It yeah. might be true. No, yeah. just say it was. Just say, yeah, he is wrong. He's wrong. He shouldn't have done it, but that's not a reason to impeach him. And I'm, I'm disappointed. Oh, go go yeah. with that. Go with that. I agree. And on that note, I'm disappointed in Will Hurd from Texas because he wrapped up for the Republicans. And, you know, he's he's um, he's actually retiring from, you know, from Congress. And and um, he hasn't been a huge Trump supporter as a Republican. But I, I didn't expect him to come out and say you know, as he's wrapping up this whole thing, that there was nothing wrong with what he did, that there was no bribery and no extortion. And and that just, you know, in my opinion, not necessarily I, I guess I can't say I'm I'm surprised. It was just disappointing because I expected him to because he's been towing the line and really being uh, speaking truth to power. And what a, what a way to go out, go out like a wuss. Right. You know, he must have a job lined up. Well, yeah. And that's the thing. <laughs> That's the yeah, thing. But you know what? Because you got to do something this, next. Yeah, that's true. A, a, Good just, point. So again, I'm yeah. having these ideas today, y'all. Yeah. People that don't see anything wrong with what Cheeto 45 is doing. Yeah. It's because that's their normal way of operating. So if that's what your normal is, mm-hmm. no, you don't see anything wrong with it. Yeah. This ain't the norm. And and if we that's it, their norm, it's, yeah. So yeah. It's and again, it shouldn't be the norm. Look, like dig deeper, take off, peel a couple layers down. That's what they do all the time. Yeah, yeah. This is so crazy. That's why they don't see anything wrong with it. 
But, you know, kudos to in the news. Um, I got to say kudos to the ATL, to Tyler Perry and Tyler Perry Studios for hosting the um, they hosted the uh, debate this week in the ATL. Phenomenal job. Typically, you know, the last few debates, the sound has been awful. It's like you can't hear the crowd couldn't hear uh, the people on stage couldn't hear. It was perfection this week. Even even the the moderators on um, MSNBC said, you know, it's probably the best debate uh, that they they'd had in terms of technically the best debate. So kudos to Tyler Perry and his team for a job well done, man. And I they're gonna be doing they're doing Miss America. Is it Miss America? Which Miss uh, Universe? Miss Universe. Wait, here's the gag about that. Yeah. Okay. Now, people wonder why Steve Harvey, he did a horrible job the first couple of years. I'm like, why are they bringing him back? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And when he went back, I do believe it was still during the time when the majority owner was Cheeto 45. I'm like, okay, so Steve Harvey, you're coming back because they gave you a piece of the company. So you're in bed with Cheeto 45. Mm -hmm. Then I hear that Steve Harvey and Tyler Perry are doing something together. And I'm like, Tyler, you don't need that coin. But I and I'll, some people have said that Trump has sold his interest in Miss Universe and what that the pageant thing. His um mm-hmm. that's how he, he recruits his chicks. Now, if in <laughs> fact that is the case, if he sold off his interest, fine. Mm-hmm. If he has not, Steve or oh, Steve Harvey was cooning with him anyway, so we we know where that goes. But I'm just kind of surprised if he still is the majority shareholder in that entity. That Tyler would even do business with him. Well, Tyler's yeah. just Tyler's just renting the studio. You know, they're they're just buying, they're just renting, you know, the studio to use. You know, and yeah. you can rent my car, but if I think you're not going to drive well <laughs> and you're going to crash, I'm going to tell you no, thank you. Yeah, good thank point. You. Good point. But we'll see, we'll see. But he did a great job with this, and and uh, you know, just kudos to and and you know, that's my that's my part of town. You know, South Atlanta, East Point, Fort Mac. That's you know, so it's good to see you know. Good industry happening over there. So I'll leave it at that. Anything else on the impeachment before we move on? Yeah. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Hey, y'all, let me ask y'all a question. A couple of things before we get into the Stephen A. conversation. This wasn't in the headlines, but um, CNN, and, and it's been coming up in the news pretty often about racism on college campuses. And this week alone, there were five hate-related incidents. You had here in Georgia, you had UGA swastikas um, in the residence halls. Uh, someone drew swastikas on placards and, and message boards at, at two of the campus halls. Uh, and at Iowa State, you had swastikas and racist stickers uh, posted on light poles and bus stops. Syracuse is real bad because they've been even, the students have been protesting to the point where they're asking the uh, the chancellor to resign. So Syracuse, you've got racist graffiti targeting blacks, Native Americans, Asians. Uh, University of Wisconsin, five students are being investigated after a string of racist social media posts, uh, private Snapchat discussion that used um, burning crosses. And apparently, you know, like a KKK rally directed at uh, a university's black male empowerment group. What's going on, y'all? Do y'all, y'all, you know, what, what, what do you think's going on? And, and, and my other question is, can the, can the university really do anything about that? Yeah. If, I thought to you, Vi. They can shut it down. How do you think? If they investigate it, if, are they really investigate it? Are they really trying to investigate it? Mm-hmm. And I think they really, if they, we, they have the money and the power and the time to do something. If they really investigate, they can shut it down. Okay. But I don't think they really won't 
to know who it is because they find out they know who it is, then they got to do something. Yeah. What about you, Tanya B? Shut it down, can they? Well, I'll go and then I'll, I'll let you. Well, well yeah, go I'll, ahead. I'll say this. Mm-hmm. Um, these these young people who are doing it, to, even to this point, they're doing it because they can. And you got to remember, a lot of these, uh, like with the ISIS people, I, I call, call it mind control. Mm-hmm. They're looking for different pockets and different areas of opportunity to penetrate. Yeah. So I guess now they've gotten to the college level. Mm-hmm. Um, and then again, if you come from a place where that is your normal, you don't think there's anything wrong with it. I believe with the, Sy- the Syracuse situation, that's been going on, I believe, for quite a while, but they've just kind of had their heads in the sand thinking mm-hmm. it happened, it happened, it won't happen again, it's going to go away. But just like a child, they'll get away with as much as they can, number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, one of the main ways to, I just say, get to the root of this thing. Yeah. And just with anybody else, it probably usually always boils down to money. Now, with the biggest benefactor of Syracuse, of Iowa, wherever they are in the cornfield, is the son, nephew, whoever of the biggest benefactor. Mm-hmm. They're going to try to put their heads in the sand because, again, it hits them in the pocketbook. Yeah. But if there is somebody that has the balls to really deal with this and say, We won't tolerate this. We're going to expel, suspend. You don't get your tuition back. You got to go out of here. Yeah. Well, I mean, because if there's a consequence for this, Mm -hmm. that could change the trajectory of how this happens. And if something is not done, it's Mm going to a continue or those who do that and subscribe to that kind of behavior are going to come become more overt about it because there is no consequence. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I mean, it's, there's got to be consequences. There's got to be monetary consequences to to the individual. And there's got to be, you know, throw them off the campus. But but you know what? I, I just you're not going to be able to change how these people think. You I mean, know? you got to change, but you have consequences. I'm like, they have to have consequences. It's yeah. the right people. Mm-hmm. As long as the people of my color, mm-hmm. poor people. Mm-hmm. Who is again attacked? They're not, but it was. I really believe if a people who had power mm-hmm. and money had something against it, they would do something about it. Then, but along yeah. with the right, the wrong, we need the right people to say something about it for them to do anything about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's a big deal. I know it's it's kind of bubbling under, but it's it, it's happening. There's a rash of it that's happening. That's that's really getting on a lot of these college campuses. Of course, it ain't happening on the HBCUs for, for obvious reasons. But, uh, but you know, in, in mixed campuses, you know, that's what you're seeing. That's what you're seeing. Okay. Hey, y'all, I want to play a clip. Um, Vibe, you brought this to my attention. And, um, and let's play a clip, and, and we'll talk about it on the backside. Here we go. I'm in the streets. Max almost seems blacker than you, Stephen A., <laughs> with 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 what Tom he with with he's Tom coming, Tom you know, Tom with his commentary. Tom, 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 with all due respect, my brother. You <laughs> I'm just you, saying, Tom, dog. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm, I'm just a, saying. I'm gonna check you right now. You don't cross. I'm the line. just saying. Tom, 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 Wait a minute. You don't cross the line. <laughs> First of all, like I said, you, Colin Kaepernick, <laughs> Eric Reed, any of y'all that want to debate me in front of black people and talk about what's best for black people, name the time and place, I'll show up. I don't want to hear, what's the definition of blackness? Is there a definitive definition of blackness? Why are you giving the impression that because I don't march lockstep with every single thing that Colin Kaepernick wants? Okay, excuse me, hold on, wait a minute. I'm not agreeing with everything that Colin Kaepernick has done. I'm not saying that, but you you just sat up there and used an expression. 
more blacker. Excuse me, I'm from Hollis, Queens, New York City. You ain't the you ain't the only you ain't the only brother out there that's in the streets. I'm in the streets well, every day. I get it. And I'm a, a matter. Of, so let's be very clear. And you damn well know that's the truth. And so my point to you is this. Again, I'm not going to disrespect you. I'm not going to go that route. But based on just what you just said, this is supposedly Stephen A. and T.O. going at one another. Did you know that I invited Colin Kaepernick to give him this platform for the entire two hours? I said, you can edit the damn show. You can have it live. We can talk whatever you want to talk. The floor is yours. I also gave that invitation to Eric Reed. I know people at other networks that has given Colin Kaepernick that same thing. They disagreed with him to some degree. Are you questioning their blackness, too? Come on, man. That, no, there's certain things that's like crossing said, the line. Dude, that's that. I mean, you're taking it as disrespect. There's no disrespect. There's no disrespect just, to that. No, not a dude. It's tongue in cheek, but at the same time, like I said, like I said, I'm in the streets. Like I said, I hear and what's going on. And as I said, like I said, you don't have to agree. I don't totally agree with some of the things that I, as I te- as I texted you the other day. Okay, so Vi, you bring this to my attention. What are your thoughts, man? Is that crossing the line? Nope, I don't think so. <laughs> the question is blackness. I mean, I think, like you said, tongue in cheek. I'm questioning your blackness on this particular issue. Not your blackness. Everybody knows who is. Everybody knows no, wait a minute. Is. You just said, is it, is it the question of his this, blackness or what? On this issue on how he's handling it. Okay. Because Stephen A. making it seem like either you handle it this way or just completely wrong. Mm. I'm not agreeing with, I'm not agreeing exactly with Carla Captain handling it, but I'm not agreeing with what you handling either because you're saying they gave you a trial. Mm. Sign the paper. No. Because yeah. they really want him to try out. Mm. Why did they do all that? Well, I want to, I don't want to go to the, the, the issue with Kaepernick in the NFL, uh, I, you know, we can we can we can argue about that all day. I'm just, but I'm talking about Stephen A. Terrell Owens saying that Max Kellerman is blacker than Stephen A. On this, on this issue, on this issue. Okay, that's all I'm saying. I said on this. All right, so issue. you think you think he's To is is right for saying that? I yes probably, or no? Yes or no, brother? <laughs> <laughs> I do not agree with the way he worded it. Yeah. But I understand why he said it just on the issue because I'm not questioning Stephen A. Blackness mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. But I just don't like the way Stephen A. is handling this issue. Okay. All right. What about you, Tanya B.? Okay. Well, let me just say this. Um, <laughs> when I saw Max Kellerman, the only Max Kellerman in my mind, and I'm not a sportsista at all, Max Kellerman was the man that owned the resort where the family stayed in dirty dancing. So is he referring to that Max Kellerman? Or is no, there actually no. a person? Oh, oh no, 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 no. So you're not a sport. Max, Max is uh, Max is his co-host, and uh, Max is the co-host on um, first take. First take, and they kind of go like pros cons, mm-hmm. you know. So they debate. And Max Kellerman's also, I, if you don't know Max, because and, and and that's a good point. He's more, more a lot of folks for, may not know for, Max. He's most known for his boxing. Company. Yeah, yeah, he does boxing. He's the guy. Did you see Creed? No. <laughs> Damn. I'm telling you, I am. The, I will tell you, I am. Is he Creed too? <laughs> well, he's the guy for, for the Rocky. So yeah, yeah. For, for those of you who may not know, Max Kellerman, he's a, he's a boxing. Uh, he's a young guy. He, he, he's I a mean, boxing. He, he's been. Yeah, That's he's his been thing for boxing. You know, it's it's interesting because I remember when he started, and he's come a long way oh, yeah. from where he started. Now he's huge. If they're going to yeah. be a top boxing match, yeah, he's going to be. He's going to be there. Mm-hmm. But bottom line is. Uh, Max Kellerman's young white Jewish guy, but he really does. If 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 when I hear 
like social justice issues come up. He's big on that. He's big on social justice. He will stand up for, you know, any like I heard him stand up for, you know, the police shootings. I mean, he's like, what? what's the guy, Sean King? Uh, is that is that his name, um, uh, Tanya? The, uh, so, social activist. He, he's he's he's, he's big. very he's social re, active. He's, he's socially social, active. Okay. Social Bottom active. line is he. Um, but this was between Terrell Owens and Stephen A. And and basically Terrell Owens. You heard the quote. Was he right for saying that? And that's you, Tanya. Was it? Now see, I'm 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 coming into this. No, you like just heard. I don't know if you heard the quote. Basically, he just said, "You sound blacker than." Max Kellerman. He was saying a white guy was more black than Stephen A. <laughs> Stephen A. is a black guy. Yeah, from Stephen A. is a black guy from Queens. So. Oh, so he's trying to say Stephen A. Smith is Captain Corny. Yeah, or, or something. Is he trying to say Stephen A. Smith is not. He called basically calling Stephen A. a coon. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. <laughs> yeah. okay, let's let's go back to my time in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Terrell Owens has no license to call anybody a queen, <laughs> a fool, an idiot, or anything else, number one. And here is why. Hmm. Anyway, so let, let's 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 say that. Okay. Um you know it, I heard what Stephen A. Smith did say about Colin Kaepernick and it actually enlightened me because what I saw on the news here in Atlanta mm-hmm. was different than what Stephen A. Smith said. So that actually did re align my thought process about the whole tryout situation. I there was more to it hmm. that didn't make it to the media. Yeah. And and I say I don't know, Terrell Owens just needs to go somewhere and sit down. I'm gonna leave it at first that. of all. I, I, I get your point. Disagree, I get your point. It's tough. I, and I agree with you. It's mm-hmm. tough coming from TO, it's tough. Now if this were like Michael Eric Dyson you know, somebody like Al Sharpton. Well, I can't say Al Sharpton to to, to uh, mm. Tanya B. <laughs> but but if it was like, let's say, let's go back to Michael Eric Dyson because he's been on for a state. If he were saying that, you know, I I, I think Terrell T.O. was out of line by saying that, even though he said he was joking. And and a lot of folks beat up on Stephen A. I mean, I don't know if you all watch Twitter. You know, Vi and I were having the conversation. He said, I didn't know that, you know, a lot of black folks drag. Stephen A. Yeah, they do. They back. They they drag him in a big way, and and my issue has never been with with you know we were having a conversation last week about Kaepernick. My issue is not with what he does, his stance, because I've supported him. Even if you go back and listen to uh, the GP three podcast, I supported him. I said, yeah, yeah, let's support him. My only challenge is it's been three years. What's your strategy? My challenge has been the strategy. It's like they don't necessarily have any kind of strategy in place, you know, to to take this thing forward. And this guy's thirty two. But that just it's not about the stance anymore. He just want to play ball. But but bottom line is he's thirty two. He's right thirty two. That's my point exactly. So he's thirty two. So was it really a tryout? I haven't okay. heard from y'all in three years. Yeah. Well. Well. Here's my point, and I'm gonna leave it at this. He's thirty two years old. And this week, a lot of folks have been saying it's done. Well, it's done. It was done anyway. Yeah, yeah. It's done. It was it's, done it's before even, the trial. It's even doneer now. All they're trying to do yeah. is say, "Okay, we gave him a chance." That's yeah. what they want to say. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm going. No, I'm not buying that. That's what I'm looking at, Stephen. I'm saying, "Why are you buying the line that said yeah. I gave it?" That what they you, we are we are actually doing exactly what they want to do. We, the blacks are going against each other now. Yeah, by the trial. And and, and that's and unfortunate. That's unfortunate. And they're winning. And and it's unfortunate because a lot of us can't debate and have 
a decent conversation about this without name calling right. and without 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 getting, you know, because for a lot of folks. And, and this is I mean, hell, I, I found out the hard way with my stance. It's like, you know, either you're with him or, or against him. are you against him? And I'm like, no, we can we can agree to disagree. We can agree to disagree and still support what he's doing. Correct. But the challenge is with even with a lot of the, the younger civil rights organizations is not necessarily the cause. It's the methodology. Right. It's the method. And that's where, you know, that's where a lot of things fall apart. Because there's no clear methodology in terms of how they do things. There's no strategy. And I've heard that from from several people. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Hey, so but do you think could, could Kaepernick go and play in can- to the Canadian Football League? The, the money, the money wouldn't the money. be be close. And and candidly, but, if but he's not yeah. doing it. It's not about the money because he just wants to play. No, he ain't just no, want to play. He just don't want to play. He just wants to play in the NFL. And see, the, the <laughs> issue is Hugh, Hugh, what's his name? Hugh Jackson mm-hmm. from, from Cleveland. Right. Who was there. He was in Atlanta. Right. And he was actually supposed to conduct right. the, um, the, 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 the workout. He left. He was, he was on there. Yeah. He, and I don't know if you saw him, but you see him yeah. on first take? No, I haven't seen it. But I know why he left. I heard, yeah. the, I heard the show. He said he left. Because mm-hmm. he was there for the NFL. Yeah, he was there not, for the NFL. Not for Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, when Colin yeah. Kaepernick took him, he said, yeah. when mm-hmm. Colin Kaepernick said, well, he took my job, so I'm, I, I'm leaving. Yeah, so so and basically, I, Hugh I was there. The NFL was paying Hugh to be there. They were paying him to be there. Yeah. So I, I fought him for nothing. He said, well. And I had to go. I got to go. They moved it from where the NFL authorized it, so, so I left. So, but one of the things that he said, they asked him, they said, well, what, what's the, is there an opportunity do you see an opportunity? And even he said, you know, you know, after this, this was a this was a debacle. He said this basically is is probably and you got both sides now who don't trust each other. There's no trust. But you can look what Jerry Jones said. Jerry Jones said it was it never should have happened. Yeah. <laughs> there was Jerry. This the owner of the Dallas Cowboys said, man. He said, I won't call the company to place, but that what happened. Yeah, it shouldn't have happened. That shouldn't have happened. He said, it was not organized right. He Mm. said, that should have never, he said, that should have never, he said, that should never happen. It made matters worse. Right. That was was Jerry Jones. He said, shouldn't have happened. He said, said, uh, what the guy named Roger Goodell? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Roger Goodell was trying to make something happen, but he hadn't got it all together yet. Yeah. It was a mistake. All right, y'all. Hey, we'll be right back. Uh, When we come back, uh, Tanya B., we're going to talk Grammys. And go into some lighter stuff uh, on the music side. So uh, we'll be right back after this. Oh, good. What you say, Tanya B? You ain't having that uh, Kaepernick talk. <laughs> Would y'all stop talking about football? <laughs> I mean, no, not that I'm like, no, go ahead, I'm it, joking. man. It's over. Yeah, it is. It's over. Yeah, I know. It's over. <sighs> yeah. 
Agreed. So what's up, Tanya B? Tanya B, uh, Grammys this week um, came out and uh, Grammy nominees for 2020. And um, and basically got to say kudos to y'all into Lizzo. You know about Lizzo? Mm-hmm. Uh, Vi, oh, yeah. I know you know about Lizzo. Yeah, Vi, Lizzo, that's Lizzo. a that's the black rap. <laughs> no, let me see. See, <laughs> <laughs> is that the country singer? <laughs> no, dude, no. That's, that's little Nas people. X. Uh, Go, would you would you would you break down Lizzo for Vi, please, please Tanya okay. B? Break if down you heard Lizzo. the story, Lizzo accused the Postmates driver of stealing her food. Okay, now Lizzo is a young lady who is fluffy and basically very apparently secure in her skin. And uh, what people, a lot of people don't know, she actually came out of the band in her high school and played the flute and she sings Truth Hurts and something, something loose. Gotta blame it on my juice, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, that doesn't help at all. Okay, yeah. yeah. If you heard the commercials, a lot of her music's used in commercials. She's not, so. the, one, yeah. she's not the one that got mad that, um, but uh, but that's B and T didn't nominate her for something. No, no, that was that other child. No, okay, all no, right. So I, don't, I do not know Lizzo at no. all. Dude. But but Lizzo has five nominations: uh, wow. Song of the Year, Record of the Year, wow. uh, Best uh, New New Artist, uh, Best Pop Solo, Best R and B Performance. So she basically leads the way. And then you've mm-hmm. got Lil Nas X, uh, Best New Artist, Album of the Year, and uh, Record of the Year. And there's a website. Um, called Inside, and it talks about artists who don't deserve the 2020 Grammy nominations. I'm not going to get into that, but one of the things they mentioned, you know, uh, as far as as far as Lil Nas X, and we don't have to get into the technical side of it, but it was really more of a song than it was an album. You know what I mean? So right, He has on an EP. It's an so EP. Some other people put out EPs too, not full albums. Not full albums. So, so how many like songs on an EP? Maybe three? Uh-huh. What, other, four? what, what oh, wait, other Back in the day, if you had know? EPs yeah. can be three yeah. songs, an EP can be six to eight songs. And back in the day, yeah. that was a full album. Mm-hmm. Okay. So bottom line is, um, but some folks are just saying that, you know, it, it shouldn't have been up for album of the year uh, as an EP. Um, I get your point, Tanya B, but that was one of the things. There, there are a couple of reasons, and you know, I'll post the article. Uh, Eleven artists who don't deserve their 2020 Grammy nominations, but but Lizzo is definitely not one of them. Lil Nas X definitely deserves to be up for Record of the Year um, because the song was so big. Right. Uh, but what are your thoughts on the Grammys? Uh, I'm gonna turn it over, throw it to you, Tanya B. You're on the music side a whole lot more than we are. Uh, Well, I would say this. I looked at a lot of articles. I looked at this one. I looked at what people call some of the Grammy uh, snubs, so to speak. But man, first, first, before you do anything, I want to say five on it, five on it, five on it. Michelle Obama, Grammy nominee, best spoken word for her book, Becoming. Mm, Good stuff. Okay. Where do I start? Okay, well, for, I will say this. There's some people were saying Meg Thee Stallion should have been nominated, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Now, I could disagree, and here is why. Hmm. You look at Lizzo, you look at Little Nas X. Mm-hmm. They did some things that Meg Thee Stallion did not do. To me, Meg Thee Stallion did the same old thing every other hip-hop artist does and gets out there and twerks and does her thing. Mm-hmm. And if that works for you, that's fine. Yeah, But Meg Thee Stallion was not featured on CBS Sunday Morning, but Lizzo was. Mm. Meg Thee Stallion's music is not in as many uh, commercials, and Lizzo's was. Mm. 
Lil Nas X, you know, he might have hit a lick, but he broadened the spectrum and did something that has been done before, but not recently. Mm-hmm. Meg Thee Stallion has not. I don't remember seeing Meg Thee Stallion in Variety or The Hollywood Reporter or, you know, those big, uh, you know, those major entities like that in Lizzo and Lil Nas X did. So, so, okay. I think, yeah. I think you know, well, to me, Lizzo, I mean, um, that girl, Meg, <laughs> Meg Thee Stallion. Uh, she, to me, she didn't do anything different than what we've kind of been relegated to and then what we're used to. You know, Lizzo is a fluffy girl who mm-hmm. appears to be secure in her skin. Mm-hmm. That's good. Lil Nas X, you know, he has a story. It's either his coming out, you know, his being just about homeless, him hitting a lick, and then to get embraced by the country music community, not the Billboard country people, but <laughs> on the, you know, he was at the ACMs, yeah. that type of thing, and he won an award. You know, those are the types of things I think that we might deem it. I don't, I don't want to say crossover. I would just say broadening your spectrum and stepping outside your sandbox. And unless I missed the memo, Meg Thee Stallion hasn't done those things. And that could be why she's not nominated like them. But you know what? Let me ask you this. Can Meg Thee Stallion be Meg Thee Stallion if she does that, if she tries to reach out? Because, you know, and can the city girls be the city girls? <laughs> you know, if they, they can stay out of jail. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, my point is, it's like, that's what she's known for. Is she selling records, though, Tanya? Is she, is she selling? Hey, she's selling records and people are going to see her. People are going to see her. She's selling records. But, she's a big right. artist in hip hop. You know, right. and, and but, yeah, go ahead. At this point right now. Yeah. And I could be wrong in terms of the diversity of those people who go see her mm-hmm. and the people who buy her records. And I guess I just think that the people behind Lil Nas X and Lizzo, you know, they, they covered all the bases. They stepped outside their sandbox. I think Meg the Stallion's still in the sandbox. But, you know, so, so you're saying, I, I hate to say this, you're saying she's too black? No, not that she's not too black. I just, I think, like I said, I think, you know, like with Nas X and, and Lizzo, I think they've broadened their horizons. Mm-hmm. And she just kind of, I don't know, she just kind of stayed in the box. At least I'll put this, put it like this. Mm-hmm. If I were to go to see Lizzo, I would not quite know what to expect. Little Nas X, same thing. He might bring out Billy Ray Cyrus. He might bring out Billy Bob Thornton. But if he goes see Meg Thee Stallion, you're going to get the same thing you can see any (laughs) thought doing on the corner in the SWAT in Atlanta. But you know what? There's a market for it. It's oh, not, I mean, absolutely. And, and, my, and if that's her niche, that's yeah. cool. But my point but is, I, I, I just, is she selling? Hold. Is she selling? That, that's the thing. She's selling now. Mm-hmm. Even little Nas X, he's selling now. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's see what happens a year from now. Okay. Interesting. But a lot of folks aren't happy about her being snubbed. They're saying she should. Did have I been miss snubbed. something? I well, mean, there's some folks who are saying, you know, that Meg the Stallion should have been included. And and she she was excluded, and there there are no women actually. I, I'm not sure. I mean, just to confirm this, there are no female rappers in best rap artist in the grand. You know what people also have to understand though, mm-hmm. there is a window when you have to submit, mm-hmm. and if you miss that window, like the movie A Star Is Born, mm-hmm. 
it missed the window last year. Okay. So it's nominated this year. Well, it and got now, it. It got one song in. One. Right, the, the fire's out, but nobody cares. <laughs> yeah, nobody cares. Nobody cares about this. I mean, as a matter of fact, you know, a lot of folks feel like it was a wasted nomination to even include another song. Right, so that either album. Meg Thee Stallion missed mm-hmm. the qualifying period to submit, okay, or her people did not submit and campaign, mm-hmm. okay. For her to make it to the place where Lil Nas X and Lizzo and a lot of the other people that they think shouldn't be nominated happen to be. The reality of it is part of it is popularity. You can't just like they're campaigning for office mm-hmm. to a point, mm-hmm. you know, for your Emmy consideration, for your Oscar consideration, for you. I get emails even out people I don't know from boo boo to fool for your Grammy consideration. Well, let me ask you, some folks are not happy that Chris Brown was allowed to be nominated. Let me tell you something. He talented. <laughs> they say Chris Brown shouldn't be nominated because he is a convicted He's assault he's assaulted abuser. the Rihanna. Yeah. Well and, damn it, so was James Brown. Mm-hmm. So was I mean there's a I mean I shouldn't say because he's another person of color. But I was looking at that. All the entertainers who have the same or similar charges as as Chris Brown. Mm-hmm still went on to be nominated, went on to win. And it, I guess because now everything is, is so political, transparent, mm-hmm. you know, Chris Brown is out there and we know what he's done. Yeah. But hell, James Brown drugged Tammy Terrell across the street by her <laughs> hair and beat her up. Yeah. Well, what'd you say? But yeah, is his music selling? Well, so, you know, that me? was then. He was, it was selling that. Chris, I'm talking about Chris Brown. And his yeah, yeah, Chris, Chris is still, you know, Chris is still getting play and, you know, he's still popular. Okay. So. Then, then why can't he be, you want, you, I, I didn't say it. I mean, it's not what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I get your saying, point. But yeah, <laughs> it, it ain't based on his, uh, his record. It's based on what he's doing. All right. It's not based on his ability to, to throw a punch. It's based on his ability to, <laughs> to produce and sell music. music that people engage with. They well, they, they, there, there are organizations who say due to his history of violence against women, he shouldn't be on. I'm just, I'm just. So we're gonna, we gonna go take back all those God rest his soul. We're gonna go take back Ike Turner's Grammy. Hey, why are you going to the black the brothers? There's some, there's some, okay. Oh uh, wait, wait. Okay. Are we gonna go and take back any award from uh, Hank Williams Jr. There you go. or uh, a whole uh, lot of the country guys? Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. any of the rock stars. The rock guys too. Yeah. All right. They fight more than people in the hood. Please. Yeah. True enough. All right. Any other any any other uh, thoughts on the Grammys? We'll talk about it as we get closer to it. But uh, I just wanted to bring it up because the nomin- nominations came up. Any other thoughts? Yeah. I, does anybody care anymore? I don't. Award shows <laughs> ratings on TV are in the toilet. Horrible. So yeah. that should tell you that what people do. There was a time when you had to sit in front of your television mm-hmm. and watch the entire show. Yeah. Then you could record it on your VCR. Yeah. Then you could like. Honestly, the BET Awards, I recorded it and just went back and watched snippets. And right now, you don't have to watch the whole show. You just go to YouTube or the Internet and see what you want to see. And you don't have to sit in front of the TV for three and a half, four hours of your life. You're not going to get back. So true. Yeah. And plus, you can go to Twitter and see what's trending on Twitter and see what's hot. <laughs> you don't have to be. You yeah. don't have to go sit through that. You ain't got to sit through it. You got to sit through that exactly. mess. That's I agree. Right. I agree. Hey, what you got on the T side? What you got? Oh, the tea side. Oh, well, I would say this. Um, again, back to the BET Awards. Um, I did enjoy the Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Now, was this BET or Soul Train? Right, Soul Train. What did I say? BET? Well, same yeah. thing. They own it. Well, same channel. Anyway, you know what I'm saying. 
they were they they kept you like usually when they do a, a tribute they do it all in one but they had to make you watch they did a segment here and a segment there and a segment segment somewhere else mm-hmm. i get it yeah um it was interesting that babyface was up there with them in case you haven't heard they have decided that jam and lewis and babyface are going to collaborate on a project which should be pretty decent mm-hmm. i hope so that yeah. that should be good um so that was to me, that was the best part of the awards. And like I said, I didn't watch a lot of it. So I was like, oh, and the soul cipher was good, too. That was good. No, what's um, the soul factor? What's that? Pardon me? You said the soul factor or the soul, the cipher. They used to do only a hip hop cipher. This <sighs> year they had an R&B cipher. It was Keisha Cole, Leandria Johnson, Anthony Hamilton. Oh, very cool. Guy. Very cool. I got to watch Badu that. She was a DJ and she put her little oh. downtown Loretta Brown stink on it. So that was cool. Okay. I got to check that out. I'm sure it's on YouTube. Okay. What you else you got? Okay. Michael Jackson. You know that there is the Michael Jackson play that's uh, that's coming to fruition. Finally. Holla. It is coming to Broadway. And uh, it's, I'm going to tell you when. Are you ready? Yep. <laughs> okay. Um, Michael Jackson, uh, it's actually going to open in August of 2020 at the Norman Lear Theater. So you may want to get your tickets now. Uh, so it's, it's going to be interesting. And one thing I really like about it is that this is brother named Ephraim Sykes. And he's a Broadway, I guess, not, not even up and comer people. If you are into Broadway, mm-hmm. you know who he is, okay. but he's going to play Michael Jackson. But I think he earned the right because he is the brother that played David Ruffin in A Too Proud to Beg, the Temptations play on Broadway. Mm -hmm. And he was also in Motown, the musical, and he was in Hamilton. Is he British? (laughs) (laughs) Just joking. (laughs) You know, I'm just joking. He's talented. They may have to do a little makeup on him, but he's talented. (laughs) No, I was just, you know, I was was joking because of the Aretha thing with uh, Cynthia. Are we bring me some tissue? Yeah. Say, oh, no, uh, uh, no. And he is not from across the pond. Okay. And again, the, the uh, previews begin in July, on, actually on July 6th, 2020. Yeah. And then in August, the play actually opens up August 13th. And I think everyone's going to be able to bring it. It'll be interesting to see who else they have in the cast. Mm-hmm. But, so so uh, is it about Michael or is it about the Jackson 5? It, this is supposed to be about Michael. Hmm. Uh so, you know, it'll be interesting to see, you know, how they do it, how far back they go. Okay. And if you missed that, Michael Jackson's life is also getting the big screen treatment. Uh, and again, his estate is on board with the movie. There's a young man or a man named Graham King, and he did that uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, the story of Freddie Mercury from Queen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I heard that movie got a lot of rave reviews. And he's working with Michael's estate, and he actually has secured the rights, and it's going to be uh, supposedly uh, a lot of Michael's music and it's not supposed to be a sanitized version hmm. of his life. It goes back to his traumatic childhood up and through, you know, his, the allegations of, of child abuse. But I think it's going to be very uh, music heavy and um, that should be interesting. So if Michael's estate is on board with it, there's got to be some level of, of authenticity to it. Unlike leaving Neverland. Okay. Well, we'll see. I mean, you think, um, you think there's going to be a lot of protest? You know, it's interesting because people, there's still an appetite for Michael. Mm -hmm. There's still an appetite for his music. And if 
they didn't protest Elvis and Jerry Lee Lewis having sex with and marrying 13 and 14 year old girls who were also underage. So that's considered, I think, statutory rape. Then they need to leave Michael alone. Okay. Stir it up, y'all. Good point. Good point. Uh-huh. Right. Any thoughts on that, Vi? I want her leave Michael alone. <laughs> he did. <laughs> <laughs> leave Michael alone. Yeah. What else you got, Tanya B? Uh, oh, I, here's my thing. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Is Netflix the new black? <laughs> Not orange. Because I say, especially for comics, because you've got Dave Chappelle, Eddie Murphy, Arsenio mm. Hall, Dion Cole, Chris Rock, Tracy Morgan, Trevor Noah, everybody but Monique who thinks she can sue them, girl, bye. I know they are really getting it in with Netflix. Yes, yeah. they are. Yeah, I'm a big Netflix supporter. Well, you Carrie know, Washington has her movie on Netflix. And by the way, Carrie Washington, y'all, is going to be when it finally comes back. She's going to be directing some episodes of Issa Rae's Insecure on HBO. Yeah. Well, you got Ava DuVernay, who's done a deal with Netflix. You know, um, what's her name? Uh, Shonda. Shonda, Shonda Rhimes. Honda went over there. Yeah, yeah. she's there. Uh, what's the guy who was doing the deal with ABC who wrote for Blackish? Uh, uh, is it Kenya Barris? Yeah, Kenya Barris yeah, is there. Arsenio Hall had a show. Uh, yeah. He had a stand-up show on Netflix. Yeah, and, and yeah. Arsenio's going to mm-hmm. follow Eddie. So wherever there's Eddie, there's so and he, Eddie's done he, a deal. He's part of the deal. He's part of the deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so that that's his that's his history. Still taking care of Still taking care of Arsenio. And, uh, yeah, also, returning to Netflix, Kevin Hart. Well, yeah, Kevin Hart. Yeah, too. he does a lot of Netflix. Kevin Hart does. Oh, he's got a new docuseries coming out called Don't F This Up. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be an open book with interviews with family and friends and talk about everything from him being a businessman, uh, being a husband, being a cheating husband, the Oscar controversy, his marriage. And it's supposed to include uh, his most recent accident. So, When's that coming out on Netflix? When's it coming December out? December 27th. December 27th. Wow. Um, OK. Are we centered here on this broadcast? No, we're not. No. OK. It, the, it had, the show's called Don't Fuck This Up. Yeah. Okay. There you go. There you go. But, you know, uh, Netflix is, you know, when you look at like Disney just came out. Hey, any any of y'all seen Disney Plus? No. Have you checked it out? I have not. So I'm going to probably have to get it for obvious reasons. I'm going to try to free trial. (laughs) I'm going to try to free trial. (laughs) It's got to be in the house for obvious reasons Mm -hmm. here. But um, but outside of that, um, you know, it's not anywhere. You know, I mean, what is it? PG-13. It's limited on the. Can't be PG thirteen because they shut all the Marvel movies. Well, yeah, it's there's not going to be any R rated content. Really? No, I don't think took, on, on, Disney, took Luke, on the Disney. They took Luke Cage from Netflix. Luke, Luke Cage. Luke Cage got canceled. No, yeah, it got canceled. It didn't come. They over. took they, from all, the, all all the Marvel shows on Netflix got it's not on Netflix anymore. No, but see, they anything that's R rated from what I'm for what I've been told because Hulu they own Hulu too, right? So they're going to put the the adult oh, content on Hulu. On Hulu. Yeah, yeah. And the Disney stuff's gonna kind of be, you know, for Disney for what what it what it what it is. So, Daredevil it's a doing, bundle. Daredevil was doing great. They took it off Netflix too. Yeah, yeah. Netflix after the contracts ran yeah, out, they took all the Marvel shows off Netflix. Yep. So after after that happened, it all yeah all went away. So, oh, let but, me tell you, you, know who else has got a movie coming on Netflix? Who's this? Jay Z. Oh, okay. Which movie? What is Jay Z doing? Because I know this is the all black western with Idris Elba. Uh, the harder they fall. When is that coming out? Uh, no date for release just yet. Jay Z mm-hmm. and this brother named James Samuels are doing all new original music. 
Uh, they're kind of keeping it under wraps, but I'm sure they don't want it to conflict with the other movies that Idris Elba has coming out. Gotcha. So is this so going to be like all- another posse? <laughs> Remember, remember Posse with uh, uh, you remember Posse? I remember, I saw the Big movie. Daddy Kane was in Big Posse, Daddy Kane. Baby. Big Daddy Kane, Mary Van Peebles. We'll see, <laughs> we, we will see. What else you got, Tanya B? Um, one more. I, I want to give you know, five on it's like Netflix is the new black. Um, actor, comedian Jared Carmichael, you may remember the Carmichael show. Oh, yeah. was on mm-hmm. I love that show, yeah, yeah. Well, he is going to direct his first movie, it's called On the Count of Three. Wait for it. And he's at, uh, in the movie. He's reuniting with his Carmichael show co-star Tiffany Haddish. He's also got J.B. Smooth, who is hilarious. Yep. Um, Lavelle Crawford. And he even went, I guess, so he could widen his appeal. Mm-hmm. He went and got Henry Winkler. Remember the fog from Happy Days? <laughs> hey. What way at that? So, if nothing else, it's going to be funny. They're keeping the plot of the movie under wraps, but it's got to be funny. With, with all those people in it, it's got to be a comedy. Yeah, I like him. He's so that's going to be on Netflix, right? Yeah, so Netflix is dipping it and doing it, baby. What's going to be interesting, the reason I bring up I bring up Disney, I bring up um, all these other streaming services is people going to have to they're gonna have to make a choice, you know, because you can't. I know it's going to be more expensive than Comcast. You can't Five pay for here, it all. Ten here, eight here, ten here, It adds up. Here. It adds up. You just can't, you know, I, I so I don't, I don't, I think somebody's going to lose. You're right. Somebody's got to lose. Yeah, I've got my three. Well, but you know what? The boys mm-hmm. in the hood are going to figure out a way to crack that because they already cracked the fire stick, but you didn't hear me say that. <laughs> yeah, you're right. They have cracked it already. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm just telling you. Boys you know? in the hood, they're going to get their stuff. That's always mm-hmm. in, the, in the barbershop. All right, y'all. Hey, um, just a couple of things on a good note. I do want to just mention this. This is some good stuff. I don't know if y'all heard about this because I don't, I don't want to close on, a, on any, any kind of bad note, but could there might be a cure for sickle cell. And I don't know if you heard about this. There's an experimental treatment that's out. Um, and uh, it's the first time that they've seen evidence that something could actually uh, offer treatment, you know, because sickle cell basically is incurable. And of course, it, it's it's had devastating impact on the black community. So uh, according to NPR, the technique is referred to as uh, CRISPR. I don't know if that's pronounced CRISPR or what. But um, it started working inside the body the first on on the very first patient. Uh, so that's a real good sign. So look out for that. I'll put the link on the podcast page. But if you know anybody with sickle cell, especially, you know, it does have major impact on the African-American community. Oh, and, may I be transparent? Yeah. I have sickle cell trait. Wow. Yeah. My ex-husband had sickle cell trait. And, mm-hmm. and we were really trait. afraid. I mean, I, we never had children. Mm-hmm. That was Oh, that was one reason why, but anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, but that was actually something that was very prevalent in my mind because we could have had a child with sickle cell. Yeah. And I it's mean, a just painful disease. Trait, I've had some, you know, some issues throughout mm-hmm. the, you know, my life. Um, and then you look at people that there are a lot of people that have passed away from it. And because it was primarily an African-American uh, health challenge, the mm-hmm. funding wasn't there. Yeah. But I will say this much shout out to T Boz of TLC, who, if you've watched the movie or even heard her say anything, she's a huge advocate for sickle cell research and fundraising. She mm-hmm. does a fundraiser every year for sickle cell. You know, she said how she almost died in the early TLC days. She had some crises and yep. she had to go to the hospital. Yep. And um, she's a major voice out, you know, in, for you know that, that generation, mm-hmm. but just, you know, for people who know and the stigma. 
again, of, of having it, you know, come out and say it. And, you know, there are a lot of famous people. You may recall, and I'm telling my age now, there was a young man, his name was Donald. I forgot his last name. Um, when the main ingredient first came out, mm-hmm. you okay. know, spinning around before Cuba Gooding came, because actually Cuba Gooding re- replaced him, that young man died of sickle cell. Yeah. Wow. Well, was this a, is good seven, news to hear. I mean, you know, considering, and you're absolutely right. I mean, when you look at the devastation over the years, this is good news for the for the black community. So hopefully, and, and the other they thing, you know, it, 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 it goes to yeah. knowing that you have it. A lot of people don't know. I was tested mm-hmm. um, to know that you have the trait, mm-hmm. so that you, you know, because if I didn't know, I could have had children who could have been suffering to this day. Yeah, so true. People get tested. Know your health history, please. Yeah. Good God. So true, so true. And uh, another good note, shout out to the city of Houston, man. Houston, this is this is phenomenal. They have decreased their homelessness by 54% since like 2011. And, and the way they did it, they created a system. It's called the Homeless Management Information System. And basically, it allows many organizations that deal with the homeless to speak to each other. Can you believe it? Mm-hmm. It's like the biggest issue was a lot of the organizations just weren't talking to each other about the individual homeless people. So they created a system and hopefully they'll, they'll, you know, share this system with other cities, but they decreased their homeless population by 54% that's, since 2011. That's, that's a lot. That's oh, shout out. That's that's phenomenal. Shout out to them. The mayor of Houston. Yeah. His name is Sylvester. <laughs> Sylvester. <laughs> Sylvester. Yeah. Sylvester looks just like you and I. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Hey, I remember when the flood happened. Yeah, he he um he was he was, you know, pretty visible out there. So shout out to Houston. Sylvester. Shout out to H Town. All my folks in H Town. Hey y'all, uh Castropolis Podcast Network. We're streaming on my tuna radio. You can check us out. Uh, wherever you get your apps, uh, you can listen on uh, your, of course, your smartphone, your Apple TV, Roku, uh, Amazon. You can listen to the app in uh, on your Android car, uh, Apple CarPlay. Stream is 24-7. And also follow us. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at the G Podcast One on Instagram. This is the G Podcast. If you have any content or any any uh, any comments, uh, email us at this is the G Podcast at gmail.com. And uh, also make sure you support the podcast. Keep the lights on. Keep the stream going. Uh, thanks to all our contributors. Uh, Castropolis.net is the place to do that. Scroll down to the Patreon section. Go ahead and click on that and uh, and just make sure, you know, you guys uh, support the podcast. We appreciate it. Also, give us a rating. I know this is like our 11th episode. We've got enough folks who've actually been picking up the podcast, downloading the podcast, streaming the podcast. Give us a five star review. Uh, go to wherever you go to iTunes, wherever you can give. iTunes is probably the best place to go. And, uh, you know, of course, we're on iTunes, SoundCloud, but give us a five star review and, and uh, we'd love you for it. If you ain't got a five star review, don't say nothing. <laughs> That's we'll all I got to it. say. Can I just say shout out to this brother on the gram? I don't know him from anybody. Yeah, go I for just it. remember uh, KW. Thank you, KW, for showing me love. He said he likes Zoe. I deliver my news. There you go. So shout out to KW. KW, please tell somebody, friends, neighbors, frenemies, anybody. Share. Thank you. Good stuff. <laughs> I like the way you, I I like the the com- the way you deliver your news, too. too. 
<laughs> I like the way you do it. But I also want to say one more shout out to Lou Music, who's in Houston, Texas as well. Yeah. Um, he's asked me about the the uh, the podcast and he's tuning in. So shout out to Lou Music in Texas. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, you know, on that note, Vi, you got anything else, man, before we before we wrap? Stay focused, people. That's what I'm saying. What they going to focus on? <laughs> stay focused. Yeah, stay focused. I agree. I agree. Stay focused. And uh, Tanya B, you got anything else before we close? Just keep your eye on your luggage and please give your money to us on Patreon. Don't give it to Joyce Lynn Savage because she wants you to pay her to talk about what we already know about her on R. Kelly. And I am not here for it. Girl, pack your bags and go home because in 30 days you're going to be homeless. Thank you. Girl, you crazy. Thank and you. I, and on that note, y'all. Thank you. Damn. She gonna slip, up, you know, she's going to slip her R. Kelly news in somewhere. She's going to get that R. Kelly. She's going to get that. I was thinking of when I saw the article too. So thank you. She gonna, she gonna slip her R. Kelly. She gonna slip her little R. Kelly hatred in somewhere. I know, I know. And on that note, y'all, we out of here. Yeah. Hey, y'all. You know what? This is gonna be the last episode. We're not gonna do a Thanksgiving episode. So uh, y'all have a have a happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy your holiday. Have a safe holiday. And on that note, Tanya B, Vi, y'all be cool. Don't eat too much turkey. Oh, save me some real food. And, and, and Tanya oh, B, save me some of that pie. <laughs> Episode 11 is in the can. We out of here. Peace. Peace, people. Peace. You've been listening to the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. The G Podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Thanks for listening. <laughs>